praise the Lord. Amen. God bless you today. I hope you have had a wonderful week. Yeah, in spite of all, I just hope that your week was blessed. I hope that your day has been blessed. God is a wonderful God, and we're just here to just enjoy Him today. Amen. We're going to get started. We're going to get started right away today. Now, I do want to just thank God for whom all blessings flow. Yes, I do. I want to thank Him for being the God of our salvation. So wonderful is he. Amen. I know he is to you because he is to me. Amen. Thank you for joining the LFHHM Together With Him broadcast. I'm Sister Ann, and I will be your MC for today. We're, hope that that, well, we're hoping that that's going to change here pretty soon. Get some other people in here that want to enjoy Jesus and Lift up the name of the Lord. Amen. So I'll just be kind of on the side hanging out. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining today. And uh, we're going to just praise the Lord today together and lift up his holy name because he is worthy to be praised. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for being the God of our salvation and being mindful of of everything about us, that you care about us, you love us, that you, in spite of all of what goes on in life, you are yet on the throne and you are mindful of what goes on in our lives. Amen. And God, we just ask that you will be with us today. Be with us, speak to our hearts, clear our minds, just prepare us, God, to just come together in unity just for a while with you, God. God, I ask that I decrease, that you may increase. Be with us, Holy Spirit, in these moments. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to, uh, first of all, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is never blindsided, huh? He's always woke. <laughs> Isn't that the new term today? To be woke. Amen. Uh, you know, I, I, I want to be woke. I want to be awoke in Jesus. Yeah, I want to be woke about what's going on in life. He says to watch and pray. So as believers... Saints of God, Christians, uh, you know, who we are in God, we're to watch and pray. We're not just to just to live this life and just go on, oh, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, which I do, but we're to watch. Huh? Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Have have an eye open. Amen. Watch what's going on and and then uh pray about it. If it's not right and Pray about it if it is and thank him that it is right. Pray for the future. Pray forward. Amen. Because he's he's just like that. He he's loving. Time 
is no issue with him. He's the same yesterday, today, and he'll be the same forever. Amen. That's what kind of God we serve. Hey, Sister Joe. Sister, Sister Joe is on a mission. She is going to hang out with us and give God glory. Sister May. Amen, Sister May. Oh, I just thank God for you. <laughs> Thanks for sharing, too. Uh, she, I think she's got a, a little one. That's just, Oh, just adorable. Amen. Hey, Cousin Carl. God bless you. So glad that you're here with us. And, you know, Cousin Carl, th that's a bad brother, huh? He, We just thank him for his service. Because that man just knows he is on the battlefield. Uh, naturally on the battlefield because, you know, he's in the military. You see some of his pictures out there on the Facebook. Oh, he's got it going on. And he's on the battlefield for Jesus too. Amen. God bless you guys. Amen. Lord, forgive me. Amen. For what I've done, I can't repay you. But you know what? We do. We can't repay him. But we can sure enough show him that we love him. Amen. By our, um, by what we do. By receiving him. Amen. We can do that. Receive his love and embrace it and just enjoy him. You know, one thing about love is that if you show, how, how would you feel if you showed love to someone and they didn't love you back? I, I believe there should be some reciprocity when it comes to love. Yeah, because it's a great thing. It's a beautiful thing. Love is just wonderful, patient, kind. You know, and when you give and sacrifice and give such a great love or show love, you want someone to love you back. Amen. I, I, I'd like to have that back. There's a lot of things and gifts that I give that, yeah, you know, I give them as gifts out of love. But I don't give them because I want you to give me a gift. I give them because I just want to show you some kindness. You know, but one thing, love would be one that, the one thing that I think, that I enjoy. I love my grandkids. And when I tell them I love them and then they say, oh, I love you too, big mama. <laughs> that makes me feel great. Hey, Sister Roe. Glad that you're on today. Yeah. So what we, uh, what I want to talk about today is how do I accept God's love or accepting God's love? Amen. Now, I'm going to kind of take a little, little shortcut here and tell a quick story. Now, there was a time years ago, well, quite a few years ago, but you know, that's one thing about being saved is the word will hit you then years ago, but then it becomes relevant even 
on to this today. You know, that's where God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But I remember hearing a, a word, a wonderful, powerful message that I needed at that time in my life. And it was by a preacher who, who preached a sermon called Forgive and Release. He preached that thing. Uh, you know, let's see. Shout out to uh, the UPC. Because I think he was a UPC preacher. And this man of God preached that sermon and they videotaped it and he preached it several times. But it never left me what that what that sermon was about. And today I'm just kind of thinking about the love of God. How do I accept it? And then I'm taking my own kind of version of what do I think would help us? What thought would I have? to give in helping us and what I discovered was that same concept to forgive and to release amen and of course let's look at our scripture that's going to take us there that's going to explain it to us hey shout out from the Philippines (laughs) sister Faye oh I didn't know you were so far praise God for you you know, um, get your Bibles. Now, I hope you've had a chance to read it. I, I just wanted to show this one. Now, this is a nice Bible. It's King James Version. But what I like about it, it's called, it has the giant print. So it's got the big letters in it where you can see the, the words a lot better. And that's a good Bible. That's one that I, I just kind of, I like it. Because if I want to see something real quick in it, I, I can uh, get to it and see it. But the letters are big, and, and that helps me, too. Uh, of course, you can get your word on your mobile, you know, you version. Now, if you're uh, praising the Lord and blessing the Lord with us today, and you're using your mobile, you may want to make sure you have something tangible, something else that you can grab hold too and that's what the word of god why it's important to have your bible there too because when those electronic batteries go out you can go ahead and pick up that word so let's turn to mark chapter 11 verse 25 now mark is in the new testament so it's matthew mark that's the second book in the new testament so let's grab that And I'm going to be reading out of the Amplified. Now, verse 25, it says, Whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, drop the issue, let it go, so that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgressions and wrongdoings against him and others. Hmm. So, forgive and release others. Yeah, forgive and release others. Drop the issue. Let it go. We can do it. We can forgive. If God didn't say to do, that we could do it, he wouldn't have told us that we can do it. He would have said, well, forgive and, you know, all these other conditions. We can let that go. Sometimes we say, exhale. (sighs) Let that mess go. 
All right? Forgive and release others. Here's another scripture for forgive and release others. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 4 verse verses 31 and 32. Now Ephesians is in the New Testament too. Okay, it's in the New Testament. So let's read. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, perpetual animosity, resentment, strife, fault finding, and slander be put away from you, along with every kind of malice, all spitefulness, verbal abuse, and malevolence, okay? So all that ugly, ugly talk, all those ugly feelings, uh, fault-finding, it's your fault, you know, you shouldn't have did that, you did that to me when I was a kid, whatever. Now, I do want to say this, okay, forgive and release others. If you are one that is hurting, you're hurting people, you're hurting your loved ones, Okay, we can be Christian and hurt people. Get help. There's Christian counseling. A lot of times within your churches, there's Christian counseling. Press in and get help. If you are an abuser, stop it, but get help. Get help. If you're uh, it, any any type of social uh, that they have the AA, Al-Anon, uh, they have all different types of organizations. Now, regardless to what we're dealing with in this COVID, in this situation uh, of, um, you know, distancing and online, find a way, find a way to continue to get your help and support. Okay, I want to say that because God doesn't want us hurting people. We need to repent and we need to, to press into him and do the do what we can and continue to allow the word to wash us where we hear the word and continue to wash and renew our minds so that we will stop the hurtful, abusive actions. Okay, I want to say that. Let's look at verse 32. It says, be kind and helpful to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another readily and freely, just as God in Christ also forgave you. So we want to forgive and release readily. We want to be ready to do it, freely do it. We want to get to that point. Now that does take some pressing in the word. It just does. Now, if someone is hurting you and mistreating you, get away, get to safety. I'm not saying sit there and just take that mess. No, 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 no. Get to safety. If you're a young person, find someone, find your parent, find someone to tell. Don't just continue to be mistreated and abused. Okay. Now, we're to forgiving, we're to forgive one another readily and freely. All right, so to forgive, we're to forgive and release others. Now, when we do that, 
that's going to allow for us to love. That's a that's showing love. That's showing love. God is love. So if we're going to be, want to be more like him, then we need to show how he is through our lives. God is love. I don't have the scripture up here, but I'd like for us to uh, you can turn to it or just listen and write it down so you can go back and grab it for yourself later. But first John chapter four, verse eight. Now, this is where it tells us God is love. It says the one who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not and never did know him for God is love. He is the originator of love and it is an enduring attribute of his nature. Yeah, we talk about the different attributes of God, who God is. God is love. Amen. Praise God. Don't you love him today? I love him too. Now, another uh, another thought about how we can accept God's love. Now, we have to forgive. And we, we need to release. Let that go. But forgive and release yourself. Forgive and release yourself. There are things that we can't do anything about. Okay? We can't go back into the past. But we can stop the action. Okay? That would cause someone to have to forgive us. Right? We can stop it. And even towards ourselves. Forgive and release yourself. Stop the action. But things that you can't do anything about in the past, let it go. Let it go for yourself. But be mindful so that you can press on. Now, let's look at Psalm chapter 32 verses 1 through 5. And this is going to help us. Now, Psalm, that we, we get into the Psalm all the time, don't we? That's in the Old Testament Psalm. And let me read it here from the Amplified. Blessed, fortunate, prosperous, favored by God is he whose transgression is forgiven and whose sin is covered. So we need to know that we can release ourselves, forgive and release ourselves because once we've asked God to be our Lord and Savior and we have had our sins washed away for the remission of sin, okay, the blood of Jesus, all right, then we are fortunate. We are prosperous. We are favored by God. Verse 2, blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute wickedness and in whose spirit there is no deceit. Now you're blessed if, if you don't have any deceit there in your heart. You just open with it. Open with the love that God is showing through you. Verse 3. When I kept silent about my sin, my body wasted away, though my groaning all the day long. 
through my groaning all the day long. Now, this is David. He was talking about when he was trying to hide his sin. He didn't confess it. He just lived with it. He kept silent. He kept doing the old ugly thing and didn't do anything about it. See, this is why I'm saying get help. Don't keep sinning. Don't keep hurting people. You know, stop it. Because your body's going to waste away through, through his groaning all the day long. It says in verse 4, For day and night your hand of displeasure was heavy upon me. My energy, vitality, strength was drained away as with the burning heat of summer. Selah. So yeah, that that sin, it'll if you don't confess it and get it out, it's going to drain away. All right. I acknowledge my sin to you. Now, this is where he turns it around. I acknowledge my sin to you, and I did not hide my wickedness. I said, I will confess all my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Selah. All right. Forgive and release. All right. Forgive and release yourself. Let go of that sin. Confess, confess that sin. Give it to God. Let's look at Philippians. Philippians chapter 3. Now that's back in the New Testament. And look at verses 13 through 14. All right. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider that I have made it my own yet. But one thing I do forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. Oh, wow. See, he hasn't figured this thing out. Now, this is Paul talking. He hasn't gotten it all figured it out, figured out. But see, we know what kind of man Paul was before he got saved. Paul persecuted the church. He had Christians killed. Yes, he did. Before he got saved, before God revealed himself to Paul, knocked him off of his beast. Hmm. Paul was a terrible guy. He persecuted Christians to where he hunted them down to be killed. Yeah. So he had a lot of issues. <laughs> That's big forgiveness. That's big forgiveness. Murder? Having people killed? Wow. He says he didn't, he hadn't made it his own yet. He hadn't figured it all out. But one thing that he knew that he had to do, one thing he knew that was in what he could do in the strength of God was that he had to forget those things which were behind him. He, he had to let it go. He couldn't move forward. And let's look at verse 14, which is a great verse. Get this verse and hold on to it. Verse 14 says, I press on toward the goal to win the heavenly prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Hmm? Press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling. Of God in Christ Jesus. 
Yeah, he had to let that go. He had to know what God is, had done for him. He, and he's telling us, he told us here in Philippians, I, I had to let that go. I had to forget those things. Uh, I had to let it go. They were, they were draining. I had already confessed my sin. That's what we had read in, in Psalm. When David confessed his sin, he's like, oh boy, he was free. So he had to walk in that freedom, Paul did. He had to forget those things and behind, that was behind him. And keep pressing. Keep pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Do it. Do it. Don't let people condemn you for the past of life. Yeah. You've repented. you stopped it. You've ran on for Jesus. Forgive them if they're still accusing you and still tripping, huh? They want to hold, oh, I know what he was all about back in the day. Well, they said the magic words then, didn't they? Back in the day. Not today. He's a changed man. Renewed. Oh, I know what she, I know what she was about back in the day. Oh, really? Hmm? That was back in the day. What? are they doing today and I'm talking about folks even if they was just saved six months ago that they hold it holding it on for six months holding it down they woke <laughs> for six months give God glory yeah forgive and release yourself amen all right let's look at the next I oh, oh boy Oh, boy. Now, here's something to think about. And this was brought to my attention when that man of God preached this. But it's so relevant. Now, there's no real scripture that I could find hmm, to say, okay, this is what you do when you need to... Hmm, forgive and release God oh boy and I didn't go back to really listen to what this man of God was saying about that that's not the objective let's get some fresh rhema here yeah Lord speak to my heart what is the word saying for us today forgive and release God now let's go back to Ephesians Let's go back to Ephesians chapter 4. And we're going to read a little bit ahead of where we were before. Because we were already in Ephesians. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30 through 31. So let's start at verse 30. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, but seek to please him. By whom you were sealed and marked, branded as God's own, for the day of redemption, the final deliverance from the consequences of sin. Grieve not the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Forgive and release. Forgive and release. So, let's look at verse 31. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, 
perpetual animosity, resentment, strife, fault finding, and slander be put away from you along with every kind of malice, all spitefulness, verbal abuse, and malevolence. Okay? So, here's the saying, grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, but seek to please Him. If you forgive someone, seek to please God. Seek to please Him. If you forgive God, seek to please Him. Yeah. He's our Father. Yeah, He's our, he's our Creator. He loves us. And the same with God. Now, when we are, uh, when we let go of bitterness and, and resentment and wrath and anger with others, our human brothers and sisters, we can do the same thing with God. Because we know it's a lie. Let that go. Let all bitterness and wrath go. Well, I'm angry with God because he did this and or he didn't do that. And where was he? He was right there. You know, one thing that I will have to say, there is a lot of ugly in the world. We know that. We're not blind to it. But one thing is for sure. When we wonder and ask where God was, he was right there. And with all the ugly and evil and hurt, I ask this question, where are we hmm? where are you where were you when all of this was going on what did you do about it when the signs were there see there are things that we can do and instead of us asking where was God or where is he we are his ambassadors the believers the church of Jesus Christ we're right here. So we're the ones that are to be the salt earth of the earth. We're to be the light. We're to speak up for injustice. We're to do those great things that the Lord desires that he does for us. We're to, we're to be the ambassadors here on earth. So the question is, where was God or where is he? He's right here. He's right here with us. The Holy Spirit, he hasn't left us, but where are we? Where are we? Where are you? Are we prayerful about it? Forgive and release God. Don't let the devil sit up there and lie to, to you. I'm not going to let him lie to me. Oh, yeah. yeah I've, I've endured. He was right there to give me the strength to endure. Come on. I'm about ready to shout. He gave me a testimony. Yes, more than conqueror. Yes, been through a lot. Through him who loved me. Praise God. We're, we need to remember who God is. Remember who he is. And keep our perspective of him in the right direction. Keep our perspective of him in the right way. Our perspective needs to be understanding that God is our creator and the creator of the heaven and earth. He's God. He is infinite. He is innumerable. He is self-sufficient. 
excuse me, he's immutable. He's self-sufficient. He's om, omniscient. He's uh, omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's wise. He's faithful. He's good. He's just. He's merciful. He's gracious. He's loving. He's holy. He's glorious. And he is sovereign. I said it. You better believe it. And thank you. Thank you, Jesus, that you are. Thank God that he's sovereign. Now, understanding, too, the sovereignty of God is it's our understanding and knowing that God is the supreme authority and uh, of all and all things are under his control. The supreme authority. He's the sovereign Lord of all. By an incontestable right as the creator, owner, and possessor of heaven and earth. He says, heaven and earth is his. He says, heaven and earth is mine and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell there within. That sounds sovereign to me. Yes. And all the universe. He's, he's God of everything. For that matter, now sovereignty is an attribute of God based upon the premise that God as the creator of heaven and earth has absolute right and full authority to do or allow whatever he desires. Boom. Booyah. Yeah. Now that's uh, the Theopedia the Holman Bible Dictionary, and the Bible Encyclopedia that explains that. God is sovereign. So we need to keep him in the right perspective. Yeah. Forgive and release him because he's God. He will allow everything to work t together for the good to those that love the, the Lord Everything works together for the good. And they are called according to his purpose, not ours. But we know in the end. Yeah, we know in the end that our God, whoo, he still reigns and it's going to work together for the good. It's going to work out all right. We need to know that. Praise God. So let's remember to. Forgive and release others. Forgive and release ourselves. And definitely forgive and release our God. Keeping him in the right perspective of who he is. He's God, not us. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, I get so excited about the Lord. Um. There wouldn't be life without him. My life would not be worth living. Yeah, we would be, I would be a slave to sin. Be ignorant, a slave to the devil, not knowing. Wouldn't be worth living, no kind of way. But because I am saved, I'm free. I'm free. And I'm delivered and I belong. I'm loved and I get to re reciprocate 
the love that he has for me. How about you? <laughs> I love the Lord. Amen. Now, we've been talking about the armor of God, the armor of God. So I was looking and thinking about what part of the armor of God would be relevant to us accepting God's love. And I would say, I'm thinking the helmet of salvation, the helmet of salvation. And let's look at Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17 that helmet of salvation now we're still in Ephesians we can just go a couple of books books up books forward so it says and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God yeah that's part of our armor the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit I take the word of God and I use it as a weapon against those lies. Huh? I just cut it up. That that thought comes to mind. And I just take that word and I'll pray that word. And I'm just, uh, nope, 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 devil. Mm -mm. That's not true. The Lord loves me. God is love. And he loves me. Hold those scriptures in your heart. Bind them up, remember them, so that we don't sin or fall or be tripping, thinking that, hey, God doesn't love us. And we can accept his love because of what we know the word of God says. One last thought here. One last thought. Uh, the attribute that I uh, thought about, that I'm thinking about, is that God is holy. Yeah, he's holy. And I just thank him for that. And we, we're holding on to that one. He's holy. So we don't have to worry or be concerned that he loves us. We know he does. And what we do is we hold on to the word to know that we can accept his love. And how dare us not. How dare us not accept his love? <laughs> he gave it all. He gave it all. Amen. Don't you love the Lord today? I do. Thank you, Jesus. I just love you today. Oh, glory to your holy name. God, thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving us, God. Hallelujah. Thank you for opening up my heart. Thank you, Jesus, to accept your love. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He is so wonderful. Giving him glory. We can do that. We can do that. You know, a lot of people can, you know, just, oh, I'm a Christian. Yeah, I'm a Christian. And yes, once we do ask him to be our Lord and Savior, there's a lot of work still that needs to be done. Paul said, look, I ain't got it. I ain't there yet. I haven't got it all figured out. But one thing 
that I know to do. Forget those things which are behind me and keep pressing. The first thing to do, though, is to get out of the way and let God. Let go and let God. Yeah, let's let's do that. But in trusting him, we know the first anchor is to ask him to be our Lord and Savior. How do we trust or love someone who we haven't asked and invited in our lives? Turned away from. When you love somebody, oh my goodness, you you go all out the way to show them. And that's what we want to do. We want to please him. We want to really, really, really be on fire for God. We want to please him because we love him. We want to show him that we love him. We want some reciprocity going on here. But he first loved us. He knew that we couldn't atone for our sins. He knew that we couldn't make the relationship right again. So he made a way, a way of escape. He came down here through 40 and two generations, hung, bled, died on a cold, cruel cross and rose again with victory, all power of heaven and earth in his hands. Just so that we can have this opportunity to come back and be loved by him and love him. Woo! (laughs) I tell you, there's no greater love. No greater love. You think you got some love going on. My grandbabies, I there's no I just love me, my grandchildren. Oh my goodness. But there's a greater love than my grandchildren. For you husbands and wives, there's a greater love than that. Mamas and dads, there's a greater love than that. Hallelujah. Accept his love. Accept it. And if you haven't taken that first step to ask him to be your Lord and Savior, pray this prayer. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner. And I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. 
I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now, I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Well, praise God. Amen. Why is that so important? Why is it important to be saved, to profess, to open up our mouth, to ask God to be our Lord and Savior, to thank Him for dying for our sins? Because He was the propitiation. Yeah, God himself, he died for us instead of us dying in our sins and going to a life of torment in hell forever. Yeah, he paid the price so that when we accept his gift, his love gift of salvation, then we become in right relationship because he atoned, he died, he became the propitiation. Instead of us dying, he died. And now we can be in right relationship with him when we accept him. He's mighty. <laughs> the Lord is mighty and he's so wonderful. He, he, just, he just so wonderfully loves us. And I wonderfully love him. Fall in love with Jesus. Yeah, fall in love with him. Enjoy him. Amen. Get get in his face. Quit binge, binging and, and worrying and, and all that and trying to get in other folks' face. Get in, get in God's face. Amen. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and be gone here, but not in spirit. I'm going to be praying for you. Pray for us. Pray for us that we will uh, be strong in the Lord and keep doing. We got some things going on that we're thinking about uh, growing in. And, you know, life is the same for all of us. But it's just how we how we handle it. Who do we trust in? Who do we trust in? 
So be sure to uh, visit us at the lfhhm.org website. And now there's a pamphlet out there that uh, will make your relationship with God more clear. Now, we have repented. That's the first part. So let's get in God and press into him. And and, uh, that pamphlet will make it more clear to you in your walking journey with the Lord. Of course, uh, share the link, share this link and the links with others um, and stay connected with us. We are on Twitch and YouTube and, uh, of course, Facebook and uh, Instagram. We have a link out there. Uh, Just stay connected, share the links and uh, stay strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Hold on to your faith and we will. See you next time. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films. One God, One Church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.